This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1649. Whip up a cup of coffee and listen to Lindsay and Michelle. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Colorado and New York City, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. In today's episode, we answer a question about the phrasal verb whip up. Learn how to use it and then find out how you can figure out if words are really used or not. Get more details today. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Hey there, Michelle. I'm happy to be on the mic. I'm doing great. How's your day been today? I'm good, but you know what? I'm just going to go whip up some eggs because I'm starving. You know what? I'll be right back. Sorry, I guess I should have done this before I started recording. I know. Why would you start recording and go cook (laughs) eggs and come back? What am I supposed to do, by the way? (laughs) Twiddle your thumbs, like, just talk to everybody, you know. That's great. So you're going to whip up some eggs. Is that going to take you a long time or just real quick? That's going to be real quick. Yeah, I'm just going to whip them up. All right. Good to know. Well, okay. You can take a few minutes, come back, you know, then let me know how the eggs are. How do you like your eggs cooked, by the way? Ooh, good question. Yeah, it is a good question. I really like over easy or over hard. I also love uh, scrambled. I mean, I'm just like naming all of the kinds of eggs. One of my favorite things is uh, eggs Benedict. Oh, is that the one with the creamy stuff? The creamy stuff? Yeah, but I actually... I. you know, I don't have the creamy stuff on it because I don't like that. But I basically like poached eggs and I usually get it. It's like on an English muffin and I usually get it with smoked salmon. That's sometimes Yum. an option and I love it. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I find that this is a very opinionated thing. Everyone has an opinion on how they like their eggs. Yeah. What about you? Um, I like runny eggs. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't like that and I don't like it once it gets cold. But when it's hot and it's runny, it's so good on top of really good, good bread or a biscuit. Oh, no, so I like it too. Now now I am going to whip up some eggs. Exactly. Yeah, whip up some eggs. It's always a classic dinner, right? Good protein, <laughs> cheap. It's all good. Um, good great. So Michelle, before we get into this, <laughs> we've been talking a little bit about whip up, right? Creating, Making uh-huh. eggs for ourselves. But I want to make sure our listeners know about what's going on, an exciting contest. That's happening. Yeah, guys, we got a few days left in this contest. Guys, Mm -hmm. we want you to be all ears English ambassadors. Okay. So this means you are out there for all ears English. If you really love our podcast, we want you to share it with your friends. I know. So 
The coolest thing, guys, if you go to allearsenglish.com slash share contest, Mm -hmm. you can actually get a link to share with your friends. Right, Lindsay? That's right. This is something brand new that we are going to try and see how it goes. So let us know how much you love Allers English by becoming the number one person who shares Allers English the most. To sign up and get on that leaderboard, you need to go again to allersenglish.com slash share contest Sign up, start sharing the links, and then you, if you are number one at the end of September, Michelle, what will they get? What will our number one winner get? Well, the number one winner gets to choose someone from the All Ears English team. So it could be me, Lindsay, Aubrey, Jessica, whoever you want to talk to, and you will get to have a Skype chat with that person. So cool. Brand new thing. We've never done anything like that before. So exciting. And then our number two also gets a prize. So there is a come in second prize. And what is that, Michelle? It is a month of free transcripts. Super useful. I know. I'm so excited to see who is number one, who's number two, and who competes. So guys, allersenglish.com slash share contest. You know, you still have a good seven days until the end of September, so you could still win. So go for it. That's (laughs) right. All right. Good luck. Good luck. Get going on that. Yes. So, Lindsay, we have a question today uh, from Joy from Hong Kong. Could yeah, I you love read the it. question? I love getting the our question. listener questions. Here it is. Hi, Lindsay and the Allers English team. I've been listening to your podcast for three months and my vocabulary is much stronger now. That's oh, so great. That's so great, that's Michelle. Great. Could you please make an episode on the word whip, W-H-I-P? I've read in a book, I'll whip up some tea. Could you explain this expression? Thank you so much. Joy from Hong Kong. Great. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, we've been talking about whipping up eggs, right? I mean, (laughs) what does that mean to whip up something, a food or a beverage? Yeah, well, it's funny, Michelle, because if we use the verb whip, we literally are talking about like, oh, I'm thinking of whisk, actually. When we're making eggs, we whisk the eggs with the wire whisk. Oh, that's true. But whip is also like when you're making like whipped cream. Right. You still could whip something, right? You still do whip. Yeah, I wasn't mm -hmm. even thinking about that. (laughs) Yeah, it's this motion of kind of really making something uh, smooth and creamy. Um, Mm -hmm. So we still, but when we say whip up, it becomes a phrasal verb. And it just means you, you put something together quickly. Often we use it with cooking. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's often with cooking. And like like you said, the focus is kind of on that speed. speed. So you don't whip up like a really complicated dish, like a Thanksgiving turkey. Like, yeah, you know, you do something, it's something that, you know, with that takes a short time to make. And it could be food or it could be a drink, but I wouldn't say it about like a diet Coke. Like, I wouldn't say it for just like pouring something in the can, would you? Ooh, no. You have to combine at least two ingredients, I would say. (laughs) Um, Right. It has to be, you have to put some effort in. So, like, you could like whip up some coffee, like some, or whip up some cappuccinos, right? Yes. Or, Or with the tea, right? If you're like making the tea with milk or something like that. But I wouldn't say like, I'm going to whip up some water. I'm going to whip up a ginger ale. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. And you know what I like? This is kind of strategic for our higher level listeners. It's really good when someone is cooking for you. If you are requesting a change and you want to request that change casually, because you know Mm -hmm. it's going to be a little bit of a time commitment on someone's part to go back to the kitchen and make a change. Mm -hmm. Using something casual like whip up 
implies that you don't want them to do a whole thing. Does that make sense, Michelle? Mm, right, 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 right. It's casual. Mm-hmm. You just want to make a slight Small change. Small change. Yeah. And I used this yesterday. Actually, I used something similar, which is spin up um, mm. because we were at a tasting. We were tasting different mixed drinks that we wanted to create our own drinks. And I asked the person, she had created a drink for me. She was like a what a mixologist is that that's the mm-hmm. name of the yeah. person and she had created a drink for me and i really wanted a drink with a different kind of alcohol in it i wanted a different base to it and i said could you spin up something with whiskey instead of tequila okay mm-hmm. and so i that was a request for her to go back and try something new mm-hmm. but i didn't want to mm-hmm. put her out too much because it was you know i didn't want to be like could you create this whole new drink so right. using spin up or whip up as a way to request a change that's simple and de-emphasizing, right. you know, the the commitment. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Right. That's that's good. I mean, so let's just throw out a couple more examples. All right. So uh, let me whip up a sandwich for you because I know you must be hungry. Yeah. Or I'm going to whip up some soup so I at least eat something before the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So whip up is great. Very simple way of cooking <clears throat> something quickly. Yeah. You have about one week left to participate in the share contest. So by now you have heard that if you are the top sharer, you'll get to choose one member of the All Ears English team, Lindsay, Michelle, Jessica, or Aubrey to meet and greet for 15 minutes on Skype. So make sure you win. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash share contest to sign up and get started. See you there. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. What are some other ways to use whip, though? I mean, whip is kind of an intense word. I mean, it can be, well, we talked about the cooking, you know, the creamy stuff. Yeah. Um, but it also could be like to hit something or strike something or someone. Yeah. Um, well, mm-hmm. It's not a nice word. <laughs> I know. Well, I think of when I used to ride horses. We learned to ride a horse. We have a whip. You carry a right. whip. It's literally a noun. It's an item you carry in your hand when you're in a show to whip the horse if he's misbehaving mm. or get him to trot or something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that, right? And yeah. then what else, Michelle? And then also whip up. It can be used as here sometimes like about like getting someone to react um, or someone reacting. Like So for example, um, the news that the company was hiring a new CEO whipped up a ton of competition between the employees. Yeah, this is an interesting word. There's a lot here that we could do with this word for sure. For sure. Right. To whip up a ton of okay. Whip up competition. Um, interesting. So you create, right? You cause mm-hmm. competition. Right, right, okay. right, right. I mean uh-huh. so but here's my question. Do you use whip up a lot or whip like are they like all the time or Okay, and this is the core question of the episode, right? Michelle, yeah, we're, we're kind of getting into something here. Yeah, we're going to pivot today um, away from vocab into philosophy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Michelle, I actually do because when I cook, let's go back to cooking. I don't really cook. I whip things up. Like I don't really take time to cook and take <laughs> drawn out recipes and yeah. I don't cook for three hours. I'll whip, I'll whip up eggs and avocados on toast. So I do actually use whip up. But do you? 
I mean, I think I do occasionally, but as I was looking for words with whip and whip up and all these things, and I was, yeah, it can be useful, yeah. but it also got me thinking of, you know, this idea that sometimes Lindsay and I, I mean, it sounds like this may be not one of those times, <laughs> but I wanted to touch on it anyway. I mean, yeah. Like I like for cooking, I I mean for uh, I would say whip up, but for other contexts, like the whole thing about getting excitement, like I might see say caused or provoked, like mm -hmm. oh the news that the company was hiring a new CEO provoked a ton of competition, mm -hmm. um, the mm -hmm. singer announcer tour date which caused a ton of excitement. Like I I probably want to use whipped up here, and and then I don't know. I feel like I, I personally don't use it a ton, but I just wanted to. Kind of get into this little conversation with you, Lindsay, because okay. sometimes we tell listeners, oh, we're teaching something, but one of us might not use it a lot, or both of us say, oh, it's not really used that much, but we we teach it anyway, you know, for a purpose. And I I wanted to give our listeners some things to think about so that they don't feel discouraged if we say something like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, in the end, language doesn't belong to anyone. It belongs to everyone. And we all use language differently. So we are not the end all be all on whether this is a relevant word or a not so relevant word. Right, Michelle? Is that what we're trying to say? Right, exactly. So in general, and this is for future episodes or past episodes where you may have heard us say, oh, do you use that? Oh, not so much. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. right? Um, yeah. Because it happens. It, it does happen. Um, yeah. You know, we both have different opinions on, on what to say, or maybe we agree or disagree, whatever it is. But I mean, the first thing, guys, is don't think that means if if we say like oh i don't really say it that much don't think that means that others don't say it mm -hmm. the key is you know we're happy we love that you're listening to all ears english yeah. but keep listening around mm -hmm. as well like look yeah. on google news is it used frequently or maybe mm -hmm. on youtube look for other contexts as well because we uh, we are happy to be here but we are two people and we yeah. all we come from different places and there can be, you know, lots of different reasons something is used or not used. So if you hear us say, oh, I don't use it that much, don't think that means throw it out the window. Oh, totally. I mean, we talk on the show a lot how language can be different based on gender, who's speaking, male, more male ways to speak, female ways to speak, mm. region, where we live in, in the US or around the world, right? We're showing you American English because that's what we know. But in in England or Australia, they definitely use different words. Regions, mm -hmm. religion even could be, you know, depending on what's in your dialect, right? These are mm -hmm. all different things that determine how we speak, Michelle. And that's why you and I, sometimes you'll say a term and I'll be like, I've never heard that before. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. It's always kind of like, really? You know, like if we have those moments, but yeah. it's just, it's just part of the language. I mean, the language is huge. Yeah, it doesn't belong to anyone. So you can start with us, but then listen elsewhere, get other views on it. Just listen. I think the key here, Michelle, is consuming a lot of English. Right, right, right. Exactly. In many different places, the news, sitcoms, um, where at movies, uh, meeting different people. I mean, another tip would just be to ask your friends, um, ask them if they've heard it, ask them if they use it, um, you know, use the people around you, maybe a teacher, you know, keep the conversation going. Yeah, I love that. That's such good advice. I mean, that's part of becoming an advanced speaker where you guys are transitioning into be being investigators. You're now investigating yeah. the language. When you're a beginner, you just took your teacher's word for granted. You listened to everything you memorized. You wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> but now that you're moving into that higher, higher level and using English at work, you can investigate whether people around you are actually using these or not. Perfect. Right. Exactly. And guys, you know what? 
Another tip would be use it anyway. Try it out, right? <laughs> yeah. See the reaction. Don't be afraid to just experiment. Unless we say something is like really, really offensive, like very obviously, you know, that's, right. that's kind of a different thing. Like we're trying to kind of warn mm. you. But yes. if it's just like about preference or different, whatever reason we might say or not say something, yeah. um, you know, try it. There's no harm. Yeah. I mean, on this show, you can be sure that we will tell you when we stumble upon a word that you absolutely should not use, right? A word mm. like ain't. You absolutely should not use that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do not use it, right? Michelle, we're telling you that you may hear it, but we don't want you to use it. Um, there are some I would have like a, I would have a longer discussion about that one, actually. I think we've done an episode about uh, it. And, and do you disagree? Do you? No, I... I, I, I well, first of all, it's used in a lot of songs. In songs, um, yeah, for sure. But, but we, I also think that it can sometimes be used in other ways, like with uh, a personality, like that kind of thing. Okay. Like, okay. I definitely hear people say it as a way to like make something funny or whatever. But yeah. guys, search ain't in the search bar because right, I think we've right, done right. it. Anyway. <laughs> we have. I see what you mean, Michelle. And we've we've talked about this. So go find that episode, guys. Go find that episode and see what we commented on there. But I'm sure I can't think of another example now, but certain uh-huh. grammar mistakes that are just blatant mistakes you just shouldn't yeah. make, right? Uh, just different things that we've talked about before and you should try to avoid. But then there's other times when it's like this vocabulary. You can see, you can listen to the world and see what they're using. Exactly. Exactly. Very good. Oh, my gosh. So the takeaway for today, guys, okay. today was kind of a two parter. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about, you know whip whip up uh how to use that and then we also kind of went into this discussion about what to do if we say something is used or isn't used and Mm -hmm. you know how basically the i think the takeaway is what Lindsay said you know just make sure you're consuming as much english in as many different uh channels and ways as possible definitely it's about consumption so guys make sure you're watching tv watching movies listening to podcasts all that good stuff reading the news high level low level whatever it is go for it I love it. So good. And Michelle, remind our listeners what they should do, how they can go. <laughs> yeah, guys, enter our contest, allersenglish.com slash share contest. Good luck. All right. Sounds good. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.